This is Chris from Cryptopsy. Hey, this is Matt from Cryptopsy. Flo from Cryptopsy. And you are listening to Phantasm Podcast. What the fuck is up and welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gorkreis. With me, Dr. Vincent West. It's the first one of 2018. Let's fucking do this. we got a lot to do on the show. Uh, we got Flo and Matt and Chris. Once again, all three of these mofos are repeat offenders on well, the show. Chris, Chris was on the last one you did. He was in there. Vaguely. He was in there. He's actually on it a bunch this time. Actually. Okay. Well, Chris, thank you for giving yeah. more of your time to the Phantasm Podcast and... For me, you're considered now a repeat offender. So, uh, we got Ollie did not do it because I think it's a language thing. He's French, like full on. French yeah, it's fine. Ollie's still a, a crazy bastard. So, all the love in the world to to, to Ollie. Great bass player. Um, go see Cryptopsy whenever you guys can. They fucking tear it up on stage. They're nasty. Uh, they got a new record in the works. Can't wait to hear from them again. Uh, great show too. That was what 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 tour was that, that you saw them on? They were direct support for uh, a band that I don't want to talk about. Oh, okay. Because I got blown off by them, and it had a professional nature. Amazingly for you guys, I'm not going to say who it was, but it was... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, okay. So, I don't want to give them any... Well, they were on a good tour package at the time, you know, despite our... I mean, they were the best Professional efforts. Um, but yeah, Cryptopsy on the show, Flo, Matt, Chris... Awesome interview. We got that for you later, as always. Uh, but for now, we will review this beautiful Arrow two-disc edition now out of print, which is not something we usually do. We don't usually do the out-of-print stuff. So I don't know. It's starting uh, to get that way. Your collection and mine are I know. Well, everything's starting to go out of print, so it's about Well, I mean, physical media, I guess. As long as we've been out of commission, everything's just out of print now. You know? True. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, very exciting. First thing we've done... In 2018, we're looking forward to it. All those these interviews are a few months back, so we're looking to get pump these out for you guys and, and get you some some stuff. We're to, binge watching tonight. Yeah, we're we're binging it. We're doing. It's been a long time. So, Doctor, we finally get on with this fucking shit. What film did you bring us today from the vault? Uh, actually, I'm going to give all the credit in the world to you. It was your suggestion. We had wanted to work this movie in. It's an older title. From your um, vault. Yep. And but from my... Uh, you suggested it. We had tried it, I think, with a couple things before it never worked. It's brilliant for this. All the credit in the world, you've picking it. And uh, I'm going to let you reveal it, actually. I'm going to throw it right back at you. Okay. Um, we have a film that was, it was shot and, and finished in 1989, but it wasn't released in the United States until June of 1992. Uh, the great Brian Usna's directorial debut, This Is Society. I've never been paranoid. Fear plays a large part in family life. I feel like something's going to happen. And if I scratch the surface, there'll be something terrible underneath. He's afraid his sister... Could you zip me up, Billy? ...is not what she seems. God, Bill, what's the matter with you? He thinks his friends are out to get him. Make waves with you. You're going to drown. People are what they are. Now you have to learn to accept that. He's about to find out the truth. <laughs> so why, why are you guys doing this to me, huh? What, you've been living with these people all your life and you don't know anything about this? It's far worse than he could ever imagine. 
you don't follow the rules, Billy, bad things happen. Didn't you know, Billy Boy? The rich have all sucked off low-class scum like you. Uh-oh, can I... Clarissa? Don't be so intense. Now, some people make the rules, and some people follow the rules. It's a question of what you're born to. You never were one of us. You know, you really deserve what's going to happen to you. I, I don't think so. Wait. Can't you see they're setting you up for something? You know how I hate to give you drugs. You're officially dead. Don't go home, Billy. No, 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 no. Bill Whitney is about to become one. Showtime, Billy! With society. <laughs> Who are you? Let me give you a hand, Bill. <laughs> In Beverly Hills, what you fear is only the beginning. Anything for society. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell he... If you guys haven't seen this film, I'm going to ruin it for you, but... It's the you first time he's introduced to Screaming Mad George, he's which is so, amazing. Yeah, and this started, like, everything with all that. Well, awesome. what's funny about him cool. is, you know... Well, no, you know... Screaming Mad George, I guess, had done Predator yeah, which is nasty. And Big Trouble in Little China. Awesome. I've been listening to that soundtrack a lot. But he was, he was, yeah, he he had, what, Big Trouble? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And uh, what's right. on the screen there, see Billy Warlock, who everyone knows as, uh, what's his name, Eddie Kramer from yeah, Baywatch, from which is awesome. Huge, if you guys know, I'm a huge Baywatch guy. And a little shout out to the Pop Network for still showing Baywatch occasionally. Fuck yeah. I haven't seen the, the new one. Is that any good? The film? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's, but it's not. It's like a, it, it's a modern comedy. Obviously. Baywatch is horrible television, but it's amazing because it's so campy. Whereas the movie is just a comedy with the rock in it. Oh, that intro is just ugh. yeah. It's like it's, it's, it's screaming at George stuff. Yeah, screaming at George Raunch orgy right there. There it is. Yeah. Uh, speak of the devil, but ugh. I, I think this movie to me shows you that Usna had, in my opinion, I, I don't know your opinion on this. I think you'll agree with me. You can tell where he was more involved in the classic original reanimator film than he's given credit for. Right. Because this is super fucking gory. Here's my three raunch butts. Are you ready? These are my three in, in order for me uh, of directors. Brian Usen as the raunchiest, in my opinion. Then you got David Cronenberg as the second raunchiest. It's bad. That, that's yeah. debatable, he's a, he's but a it's sick bad. Bastard. And then three would be Clyde Barker. Agreed, yeah. Raunch I agree with that. Oh. Um, In a different way, like it it's is, more. It's, they're all sexual. They're all very just. Clob stuff to me is is. Uh, it's like dark romance almost, but it's well, it is, and, but it's, it's exploited. Have you ever noticed it, it's so satanic too? And it, yeah. but it's it's there, but it's done so subtly. But it's very much there. it's satanic on a sexual level, which is hard. It's to pull very off much there in a serious way, like his, uh, you know, his tortured soul shit is fucking brilliant. That's awesome, and I remember the. When I was growing up, you know, a little 90s kid, those Tortured Souls things were like a big deal back then. I've got some of the big ones. Yeah, those are sick, man. I found those in... I had one of those. It, was, it wasn't it was a Cenobite. It was one of the ones outside of, you know, the movie. I found some of those at the chat. Yeah. Which we I'm gotta watching. go. Yeah. 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 They were really cheap. Got like 11 bucks. You know what, guys? You know, now we got... We got a, by the way, Phil failed to mention this on the, you know, page or anything, but... Uh, we got a new Phantasm headquarters here. You know, I got a, I upgraded, so 
We got, yeah, we are. It's weird. This we're not in a little room. apartment anymore in one room. You know, we got a fucking setup here, and it's really nice. You know, I got a house now, so we got our own little Phantasm Dojo. It's pretty neat. Um, so we're gonna have more stuff. We got places to film, and we're gonna get some video content. What I'd like to do, God damn, as you see on the, we're gonna see a lot of this stuff in this film. You want to skinless it? Yeah, we gotta skinless it. Of course, I still don't. I haven't figured out my system as many times as we've done this. God, right. she's very attractive. Nope, I don't want to do that. No, Corey, stop. Okay, there we go. We got six minutes thirty-seven seconds. Not trying to. Okay, I don't know what happened. He's fast forward the whole scene. No, I don't want to do that. You did. You want to go back? How do I go back? Uh... Guys, I'm fucking everything up. No, you're fine. It's fine. It's fixable. Just go. I don't backwards. like this fucking PlayStation menu. There you should. go. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I want to see all that. It's like getting hate fucked or whatever. Okay, six minutes thirty-seven seconds. Wow. You got super. Is she the playmate? I don't think that's. Uh, what's her name? It's like the Clarissa character. I mean, it's her body a, is fucking banging. Uh, Devin Devasquez. Those little tits. Yeah, it's Devin Devasquez, I think. Oh, okay. And she was a playmate of the month. Is in, that in, her? In 85. I don't think that's her. I don't know. I can't Devin Devasquez may be the brunette. That, like, yeah, that's, that's who it is. I don't know who this is. Oh, she's hot. Yeah. Very hot. Just say she's, she's definitely hot. Um, but yeah, we got we got new setups for you guys. This is a, a good segment I would actually like to do. And guys, if you actually listen to what we're doing and you know, give us your your feedback on this. We need to have Doctor West fucking toy shopping. It'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. You got toy shopping for stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now it's not always horror. Uh, I collect a lot of Marvel Legends and fucking. Well, a good place to go whenever we're around in Tennessee. We go to fucking. Uh, if you go to Nashville up there, there's a place called the Great Escape. Super awesome metal collections. Very cool. Uh, they got really good deals on metal stuff. And, uh, they got a hell of a lot of toys, and they got a lot of old school shit. Like, if you go to the very back, they got, like, discounted toys. Like, they got wrestlers that were, like, really old. They're just in, like, zip yep. bags you can look through, and old G.I. Joes, and, I mean, cool, cool stuff, so. A lot of stuff I used to have as a kid, there was, like, a lot of old Ghostbuster toys from, like, the real Ghostbusters and stuff. Um, so, if you guys... Or ever in Tennessee and you're up in Nashville, check out Great Escape. Huge. <coughs> also a big comic book store, too. I mean, they have old Fangoria's and Horror Hound magazines and Vampirella. I mean, they got everything in there. It's, it's a nerd's, it's a nerdgasm in there, so definitely if you're... It's a t- very cool store. If you're in Tennessee, I don't care if you're in Memphis, make a trip down to fucking Nashville and go there, because that's... It's it's primo for, for nerds. Anything. Horror nerds, music nerds, toy nerd, anything. Just... Check it out. They got everything you can fucking imagine. <clears throat> it's good stuff. But we need to go there and you know, they do that amoeba music thing. They always have what's in my bag and they have the guys show the stuff they bought. It'd be yeah. cool if we went in and just, you know, shopped around, it'd be pretty neat. You know. But if you guys want to actually see us do some video content and <coughs> share some of your thoughts and ideas and maybe you could help us be a stars for you. <coughs> yeah, definitely. Or whatever the fuck you want to do. She is banging, goddamn. You know, it's interesting. I don't even like blondes. You all know that. 
Yeah, that's my thing normally. <laughs> redheads, but that uh, the which you do like, but <clears throat> yeah. the. Not him with his war, <laughs> his warlock mullet. I'll tell you a funny story about him, and a lot of people don't know this, and I want to share this with everybody. This has to be around right before, I guess, he did that. It's hard to believe, but and you can correct me on this. I want you to actually check me on this. I'm pretty fucking sure he was an unaccredited uh, character on Save by the Bell. I don't know. I know he's on Happy Days. I'm pretty goddamn sure. He's in Halloween 2. Hold on. He's Craig. Uh, <gasps> he's in Days of Our Lives, 21 Jump Street. He was in 21 Jump Street right before this, actually. Um, I don't know. General Hospital, Young and the Restless. I don't know if... I mean, I wouldn't know how to find that, honestly. He's now married to his days, the Days of Our Lives and As the World Turns co-star, Julie Pinson. And they, they're in Who Las the Vegas. Who the fuck was it? <clears throat> this is going to drive me fucking crazy. There was somebody... Maybe not... That's Billy Warlock, isn't it? Yeah. Then it's him. Now, maybe it was somebody... There, There's somebody that did, like, unaccredited acting on Save by the Bell that was a Baywatch star. And maybe it wasn't Billy Warlock. There was somebody that did, and I can't remember his goddamn name. Because, you know, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley actually was in several episodes of Baywatch. Yeah. Which is weird, and she was still on fucking Save by the Bell when she was doing it. God damn. Right. Did you not see that? Uh-uh. Rewind that motherfucker. Sorry, guys. There is a girl purposely doing an up-the-skirt shot. Oh, she did a, uh... She did a Sharon Stone. Before Sharon Stone. Yeah. This is amazing. That's the old school. He looks like Bob Saget. She has to be the, 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 the play... Boy. Devin DeVasquez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd get off that fucking podium, Chief. Let's see. The paintings of Salvador Dali were a significant influence upon the creature designs of Screaming Mad George. Brian Usna's son Conan Usna plays one of the little boys who pranks Sean and Billy at the beach. That's pretty funny. <clears throat> director Brian Usna got to direct this film by agreeing to direct Bride of Reanimator. Usna's only stipulation was that society be filmed first. That's pretty cool. Coincidentally, the Birmingham High School, Lake Balboa, California, used in the film was actual high school that star Billy Warlock graduated from just a few years before. That's interesting. It's amazing. Yeah, he was actually from this fucking high school. Well, you know what's interesting about uh, 
What's interesting to me about this film, I haven't watched this since I bought it, and I've had this probably for, I don't know, three or four years. I don't know how old this thing is. Right. Um, but what's interesting to me about this film, it's everything I love about 80s, like, it's just very 80s. You know, he... It, you know, obviously didn't have a big budget so it captures all of it even better I think than a big budget 80's film sure and it's very comforting and then it's completely disturbing that's how Usna does it and he he's very it's effective with it. in fact that Return of the Living Dead film that we watched that he did it was horrifying gory yeah but they even said with the you know the shunting scene or whatever that he purposely didn't use blood so that he was worried the MPA would would can it so they didn't use blood for that. So that's how you pulled that off? Yep. Didn't Smart. Use, didn't use blood. It says, all scenes taking place in the living room use the exact same ticking clock audio loop as the one used in the opening babysitter sequence from When a Stranger Calls. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <clears throat> that's crazy. That guy's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah. But Devin DeVasquez used to date Prince. That's pretty crazy. She revealed this People magazine following the singer's death in 2016. Devin DeVasquez Playboy photos. She was also a Playboy centerfold model in 1985, four years before completion of society. So she needed shit to do. Billy Warlock claims the film came and went in U.S. theaters and many critics writing it off as just another used in the film. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh yeah, that's her. That bush. Oh, she's got an 80s bush? Oh yeah. See, I'm not much of a, of a bush guy. Look at that bush. I don't like Bush Gardens. I don't like Bush beer, and I don't like. Yeah, I don't. You Lady know, Bush. I gotta be honest with you. In my opinion, it's not ladies. Like, no offense, or guys, if you're into it. But as much as I don't wear a beard on my face, I don't like to have a beard on my pussy. Right. That's just one of my stipulations. I just I don't do that. It usually traps odor, and I think it's weird, and I don't want hair in my mouth. And yes, I like to eat pussy, so that's another reason. It's just something I don't like to deal with. It's a, just an added. Uh, uh, Jesus, there's that blonde naked. Oof. And he's like, hey, let me see. It's like, what's the matter with you? I'm horny. <clears throat> That's pretty funny. Do you know Brian using it at Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No. He did. <laughs> That's a great movie. <clears throat> he produced it. Sick bastard. I will tell you guys something out there. The de- is the dentist on Blu-ray? I don't think it is. No. I would actually watch that again. Let me tell you guys something out there. Now that I recently had dental work done. That's listening to us. Out there. I want to tell you all this. is a very important thing. Did you know... That, in my opinion, I think Brian Usna and Stuart Gordon 
have got to be two of the most elusive people in the horror world. Oh, yeah. You don't ever hear anything about them. They seem to not exist. There seems to be an air of mystery surrounding them in every scenario that I can think of. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, body work speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of both. I want Corbin Burnson on the podcast. That's the dentist. <laughs> That'd be weird. I'd be like, you know, you're the scariest. Besides Linda Blair, you're the scariest motherfucker oh. I've ever seen in a movie. Because he, he actually kept me from the fucking dentist until, like, last week when I got dental work done. It was the first time, I think, I had ever been to the dentist since I saw that movie. That's not even a joke. <clears throat> I wish it was a joke, but it's not. There's that cheerleader. He's what she saw, too. And our boy uh, Ken Foray was in that film. It's Detective Gibbs. In which one? In The Dentist. Nassif! Because I think last time I asked him about it... About let's, let's talk about that a second. So, for you guys listening, obviously, Corey has a relationship with fucking horror icon Ken Foray. We... Completely professional. But. No, I don't mean that. And I didn't mean that. Like that. Um, he'd kill us both. But I didn't mean it like that. But what I'm saying is, I thought it was interesting when I asked him about From Beyond, and he didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. And that's Stuart Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, he's not just produced it. Either. But then he ends up in a using it. That's weird. You think if that was so bad that well, he Stuart would... Gordon worked with was in the dentist too. I think he produced it. See, no, some, something there doesn't add up. It's one of those mysteries we'll never know about. Well, he just said simply it was a... See, that? I think that kid with the mullet's using his son. Yeah, that kid. Could be the, the, the one that looks like me, the bowl cut kid. I don't know. One of them is his son, Conan, which is pretty cool. God, God. That's Devin DeVasquez. Oh, yeah. She's like, I got a bush. Now, you know what I am into? I love the landing strip. If you want to have a little Vegas strip, I'm, I'm totally fine Can't with do that. It. You don't like the Vegas no, strip? I want it to look like they were just born. <laughs> I'm saying... I mean, that's that's what I prefer, but if I pull it God. down... Oof. If I pull it down and they have a landing strip, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be like, you got to go and shave that stash off, sister. No, I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, if you're into, if you're into somebody, whatever else. I'm just talking, if you're just hooking up, no, I want it bald. Yeah. And plus the 80s no, thing, you know, I think the 80s was the last, you know, real good time to have a bush and get away with it. But when it's 2018, I'm just kind of like, oh, there's a, there's a Jens right there. It is. Oof. He's like, hey. But, uh, yeah, if you're going to have a, a bush now and it's like 2018, I don't know. I don't think you need to shave that thing down. But you know, it's not my pussy. I'm. You can. You know, I have a wife. You can do whatever you want with your vagina. I'm, it's not going to do anything to me. But <laughs> it's it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it will. Maybe it'll grow around my fucking yard. Like, you know, the girl's hot enough. I guess she had one. I guess that fucker. I don't know. As far as eating it, I don't know. No, I couldn't handle the bush, man. I couldn't do it. Well, there's usually traps odor. That's well. If they hop, it smells on, like a Captain D's. Then. If they hop on top and it's got like fucking cinnamon toast crunch in it and shit, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Because all I'm going to see if you ride me is your fucking 
hair pie, I'm not going to be looking at everything else that's going on and enjoy myself. I'm going to be like, God, she's got a fucking bush. You know, I have, say, I have to say, honestly, it'll, for me... It'll rub against my bush, and then it's going to cause a fucking fire. You, know? you don't want any of that yeah. shit. I mean, ladies, if you're ever interested in Dr. West, I want to put you on all fours. I want to choke you with a belt. And while I'm fucking your pussy, I want to look at your fucking asshole. While I'm fucking <laughs> from behind. That's look at your fucking do. asshole. And then I, then I want to lick and fuck your asshole. That's how I handle it. I want to see your little business. asshole. That's how I handle business. <laughs> Yeah, let me get that <laughs> asshole to go. <laughs> Hurry up! I'm just saying that's that's a prerequisite. But yeah, I mean, it's it's, pre-rectums it. Yes. It Here we go. It's Mr. Ted Ferguson. We got Ted Ferguson. You know what's weird about this movie? I'll also say this too. If you guys watched this and you didn't know what it was, like nobody told you it was a horror movie or anything, it looks like you're watching a porno. You're just waiting for the sex. Yeah, that's it looks, how it it looks like out. a Skinamax, late night, '80s, TNA, non able to jerk off, you know, one X porn film because it's very it's very mild at first, yeah. I know who that chick is, the, the blonde that's Heidi Kozak, that's who that is. She's in uh Friday thirteen part seven. Oh really? Yeah. Which one? The blonde. She's Sandra in Friday thirteen. Which we need to start playing that damn game again. Now they got my internet back. I play all the time. I think it's Friday the 13th. I'm trying to figure it out. I think she's the one that got sleeping bagged. No shit. I'm pretty sure the it is. The blonde? Yeah, I think it is. You gotta love it. You're a repeat offender fucking uh, in these movies. And you're screen queens. I think she's the sleeping bag. I love it. No, maybe she's the skinny dipper. She dies. She dies in the water, I think. I have something funny to tell everybody, and this has nothing to do with anything except it's just funny. In Friday the 13th, Part 5, there's a very large-breasted woman that gets the shears to her eyes. Yep. If you know this kill, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. That girl... Is the Paul Ryan's favorite hottie in a Friday Thirteenth film? Now I had this discussion with him a while back. We were texting. My favorite is the girl in the fucking Daisy Dukes in Part Two. Yep. Judith, the other girl, Judith Williams is the sleeping bag kill. The other girl that I think is fucking hot, and she doesn't do any nudie stuff. But the other girl that I think is hot, and I don't have an explanation for this, <coughs> is the sheriff's daughter from Friday the 13th, oh, Part yeah. 6. Part 6. Woo. So, yeah, there's a little side note there for you. She's um, fine. Uh, yeah, well, I guess speaking we can do this. So, this is 92, correct? 
1992. Oh, yeah, we got a dropping the ball here on our stuff. It's been a while. Um, I'm looking up the albums now. All right. Guys, it's 2018. I'm not going to judge you if this is your first episode you've watched or listened to, whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, Jennifer Cook, that's who that is. Uh, Megan. Yeah, she's she's pretty fine. Um, but, you know, we go through the year that this film came out. It was filmed in 89. We're going to do 92, and we're going to list... Uh, the Doctor always handles the music end of it. Good Lord! The release... Oh, you know 92 is fucking about as nasty as this film is for releases. I can already name one based on one of the guests we're getting, but I'm not going to. When you when you name it all, you, you look at it and you know what I'm thinking of. It's a well, guess. I don't know. There's a ton of shit. Well, it's a guess that, we, that I just got locked down today and their album came out that year. It's 92. You'll see it on there. Anyway, uh... So I handled the movie and to kind of get you a feel for what 92 was like cinematically and musically in the realm of what Phantasm would be and what it is in 1992. So we're going to take you there. Back in time. And I don't think we've done 92. I'm going to list off, you know, obviously the... Are you going first? Yeah, I'll list off the big stuff and, and save the horror for a minute and then I'll go into the horror last. I'll just list all the big stuff. Um, you had Unforgiven... This is all the films. Unfor- Don't like that movie. Do you like that one? I can't do that one. No, I'm not, I'm not into it. I, know I love Clint Eastwood and, and I know it's Hackman. A, I love him. I don't like that film. I know it's a big deal, though. So it's, you know. Well, not to everybody. Let's see. Uh, Last of the Mohicans had A League of Their Own. Sorry, I was drinking. Own it. Love it. Daniel Day-Lewis, Last of the Mohicans... Amazing soundtrack, amazing film. Love Michael Mann. Next, I'm sorry. When I lived in upstate New York, that's where that was. I've told you before, didn't I? I love the movie. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I don't know if it was filmed there. I, I had think, to say something because uh, I love it. James Fenimore Cooper is from Cooperstown, New York, where I used to live. Nice. Near in, uh, upstate New York. So the guy the guy that wrote that that book that the film was based on is from Cooperstown. That's what it's named after, it's Cooperstown. Anyway, uh, A League of Their Own... Got Lethal Weapon 3. Oh, that's a turd. It is a turd. Uh, a Few Good Men. It's classic. Uh, <gasps> Jack Nicholson's awesome. Uh, the Body You can't go- handle the truth, yep. Gore Christ. One of the best uh, improvisations of all time. Uh, the Bodyguard, Kevin Costner. Got Batman Returns, which I fucking love. Danny DeVito Penguin. It's fucking awesome. Um, it's a Carly Penguin, remember? Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Carly DeVito. <laughs> Under Siege, which is fucking awesome. It's Goddamn really Steven good. Connelly Jones is such a bastard in that movie. Yep. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Love it. Uh, one of my favorite films growing up, Three Ninjas. Love that goddamn movie. Uh, nice. an- another good another good Wubby film is Beethoven. It's classic. Uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I always hated the second half of that film. The first half is really good. Uh... My Cousin Vinny. Which, Two Utes. Yeah, which if I remade it, it would be My Cousin Vincent, and it would be... Uh, Joe Pesci would still be in the film, but he would just be playing Vincent West. It would be really funny. Um, Universal Soldier. Fucking rules. Goddamn Jean-Claude yes, Van Damme. It is good. Woo! Nasty. Dolph Lundgren. One of my all-time favorite uh, films growing up as well, The Mighty Ducks. Film fucking rules. Those are on Blu-ray. You have to buy them from the Disney know, Movie awesome. Club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, White Man Can't Jump, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Love that movie. 
my favorite Polly Shore film, Encino Man. It's fucking hilarious. I'm Son in Law. You like Son in Law? Encino Man's that and Bio, right there. Biodome is my other one. I love that movie. Uh, really awesome movie, Cool World. If you've never seen that, that's a great movie where it's, it's an like industrial. It's like animated soundtrack. and it's not animated. It's cool. Yeah, shit. Uh, you got the uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me. If you've never seen it, you got to fucking watch it. Um, <clears throat> got Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. That's another good... Uh, whatever. It's an animated film. Uh, anything else? From the normal bullshit. Patriot Games, Harrison Ford. Got to mention that. Sister Act, who cares? Basic Instinct, which I love. We were just talking about that. It's ironically, came out the same year. So, don't know if it came out before this movie or after. But this was in '89, so it would have came out. This came out in March. <clears throat> so Americans actually saw the Sharon Stone uh, Beaver Revealer shot before they did it in this film. So it was actually before in the U.S., but it was technically shot before Basic Instinct. But the the Americans got the Sharon Stone beaver shot first. Uh, Verhoeven's foreign, though. He probably stole it. Yeah, by a few months. Oh, I'm Even sure. Even though that I'm was sure. pussy and this was panties. Yeah, right? yeah, I like the pussy one a little better. Yeah, honestly. I do too. I have to agree with that. And Sharon Stone's also fucked up. That was one of my first wacky films. And uh, if you guys have ever seen, just a quick note about Sharon Stone. Spilled more seed to basic you got me nerd now. A lot of things. This is a super nerd out thing here, but um, according to our friend Sean Clark, on the commentary track that he did with Wes Craven, he fucked Sharon Stone. Who did? Wes Craven. Oh, I'm sure. You have the movie that he says it in. Yep. What is it? Deadly Blessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's a fun story. That's a really good commentary if you guys... It, it actually is. It's worth owning the goddamn disc. Yeah, if you guys don't really do commentary or whatever, if you have Deadly <laughs> Blessing, the Scream Factory thing... Sean Clark did a beautiful job interviewing Wes Craven. We're not just saying that because he's friend. Just, just go fucking watch it because it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, yeah, it really it's, is. not a lot of people got to do that. You know, Sean's a genius anyway. The stuff he does, the fucking well, it's such a, all the grounds is the it's such a candid yeah. thing that he did with him, and it was really cool. And if you're a fan of his work, then that's something you want to go. If you're not watch. checking it out, it's good shit. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, horror films. Uh, Aladdin. That was the the big one that came out that year. I love that movie. I thought that was '93. It's '92. Uh, no shit. 92. Robin Williams' best work period, in my opinion. It is. It's fucking awesome. Ugh. The genie's of shit. Now we're going to get into the uh, the horror stuff. I'm a satanic genie, by the way. <laughs> he is. I have to rub the... What, what would I rub if you were satanic? It wouldn't be a lamp. It would be a... Be a upside down <coughs> cross. It's an upside down cross. Yeah, you rub an upside down <coughs> cross or a, or a goat skull. Goat's head. Yeah, a goat skull, yeah. Rub a goat skull and the doctor might, might just... Come Might show up at your house. Come, you know, grant you three wishes would have to all be people he has to go kill. Anyway, uh, horror movies, nineteen ninety two. We've done this a couple times, but we're going to go back through it because they're all really good. I've got some. Dude, the record stuff's going to be quick, but it's all crazy. Bram Stoker's Dracula. You got Stephen. Loved King. it at the time. Yeah, not it's into it. Kinda, I do want that four K one they put out. That was pretty. It's pretty neat looking. Uh, Stephen King's Sleepwalkers. That used to come on a lot on TV, so I used to watch it when I was younger. I, actually I like it. I actually don't mind it. It's weird. I like it. It is. It's good. Um, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, fucking Love nasty. Uh, goddamn Death Angels on it. It's cool. Um, 
Armored Saints on it. Is it Armored Saint? Death Angel's on Leatherface. That's right. Yeah. Leatherface. So that's the Leatherface 3. Yep. Okay. Text 3. Get that shit. You're thinking Armored Saint. Another guest y'all can go check out. Yeah, we did. We even a asked him about it. Interview last year with uh, John Bush, so go check that shit out. <clears throat> He's still kicking. Armored Saint's still kicking. Go see Armored Saint and watch Hellraiser three. He's dudes feeding fucking hookers. Like Bradley's favorite film to a goddamn obelisk. You could not nasty. like it. That's his favorite Hellraiser. Uh, Alien three. Terrible. Got Innocent Blood. We Good got, movie. That's uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't remember who directed that. It's uh, it's somebody we like uh, John John Landis. That's what it is. Hell yeah! Uh, we got a House Four. We got Tetsuo Two Body Hammer. Actually, a really good Japanese fucking yeah, movie. It's it's, really, it's really good. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Amityville. It's time. It's about time. Which I actually want to watch. I keep hearing about it. I need to just check it out. I heard it's pretty bad, but in a good way. Uh, Raising Cain. John Lithgow. Never liked it. Uh, the Vagrant. Ugh. Never like that movie. We got Waxwork 2, Lost in Time. Amazing. Yeah, that's good shit. We got Children of the Corn, The Final Sacrifice. Can't deal with it. That's a pretty bad one. There's only one good Children of the Corn movie. There's one. The first one, that's it. There's 976 Evil 2. I don't know about that. I don't know if I've seen that one. Um, let's see. Yeah, that was a pretty bad one. Um... What else do we got? Uh, one of the Doctor's favorites. You got Doctor Giggles, which needs to be out on Blu-ray by itself. They need to go ahead and do that. I have it. You got the one that you know. I'm saying they need to do a proper release of it. I think. And we got uh, you know our boy Larry Drake's in it from fucking Dark Man, which is awesome. <coughs> and then you got Candyman, which is a huge one that year. Uh, the goriest film ever made, Dead Alive. Which I wish they it would it was not so much of a comedy movie, but it was. I guess they would. I love that movie. They wouldn't have pulled the gore off. Who's got it on Blu-ray? It's worth a ton of money. It is worth a ton of money. I've got it. Yeah, Blu-ray's out of print. If you have it, don't sell it. If you do, sell it for a good amount of money. Sell it um, for ten bucks. And the two films we've done, but I'll save them for last. Uh, Lawnmower Man, ninety-two, which our guest for that film was uh, Schmear from Destruction. There's Devin Navaska speaking of Destruction. Billy wants to destroy that pussy. Gonna blow that back out. Yep. And then, in my opinion, the best film that came out horror wise, nineteen ninety two, Army of Darkness. Hail to the King, baby. Good stuff. I can't read that. Oh, it's fucking sick. Even oh. though it came out, you know, there's like weird times when that film actually came out, but it came out in ninety two, kind of like this film. It was in America. It was ninety three. Yeah, in America, it was ninety three. Um. All right. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm doing something I've never done before. This is some radio stuff that was out in 92, and then I'm going to list off the stuff I was listening to. Okay. So we had... uh, They Might Be Giants, which I hate. Oof. Um, So we're going to do stuff that... Sublime, 40 Ounces to Freedom. I hate that band. I'm sorry. I I don't like them. I never liked them. I'm not saying I want anybody to die. I just never liked them. Well, if you didn't like... Uh, the Cure know. Wish, which is their worst album, Kiss Revenge. Also Love never, that Never record. liked it. You don't like that nope. record? Nope. I, I, these are things I don't like. I'm listening to them. I'm going to list all the stuff I was like. I like Kiss Revenge. It. I'll throw that in. Uh, 
Flaming Lips. There's got a lot of Unholy. I just want us uh, on there. The Jesus Lizard. Never like that band. The is. band Fish. Ooh. Fucking Mud Honey. You can tell there's a lot of grunge stuff in here. Yeah, this British, was this British was, band Ride. This was the surface. Uh, Gin Blossoms. That fucking pop band. Uh, Ugly Kid Joe. Another band I never liked. Suicidal Tendencies. Another band that I was never really that big into. Like Social Suicidal. Distortion. Another band that I was never into. Ronnie James Dio's worst album, Black Sabbath Dehumanizer. What a turd. Yeah. Um, Pretty bad. The single soundtrack, so that majorly dates this. The band Soul Asylum, uh, Screaming Trees, another another grunge band. Alec and Chains Dirt, another grunge band. This is stuff This is stuff I was not listening to, kids. The Dirt Beastie Boys, one. Check Your Head. I like the Black Crow's Southern Harmony and whatever the hell that's oh. called. Def Leppard Adrenalize, which is the first album without Steve Clark on it. It's a turd. REM Automatic for the People, Faith and More Angel Dust, Dream Theater Images and Words. And, and they're Angel course, Dust is good. Well, I mean, what, you know, it's, it's... But you weren't listening to it. I like that record. No, I was listening to that back yeah. then. But, I, but it's not something that I... Not crazy about it, you know. And it was there. But anyway, so that, that's what was popular at the time. Now I'm going to tell you what I was listening to. Back. This dude's about to get shit housed. There you go. So here we go. In the pool. We're just gonna start right off the bat. Uh, Let's get some real shit in here. This is this is the truth. This is the stuff that I was listening to because I was grab the grunge thing gravitated me towards death metal. The thrash movement was doing that too. It was winding down, so it pushed me right into death metal yeah. and black metal. <clears throat> and we'll start with this: Emperor, Wrath of the Tyrant. Ooh. Hypocrisy, Penetralia. Very underrated album. Oh, yeah. It's when Peter was living over here in Florida doing the death metal scene. Yeah. Uh, This is for Corey. I was not listening to this back then, but I will give Corey a shout-out because this is one of his boys. Asphyx, last one on Earth. Fuck, yes, man. Um, My Dying Broad is The Flower Withers. I actually like that It's a good record. record. It is. Some of their early stuff. Flesh Crawl, Descend into the Absurd. It's good Swedish Death. Um, Pitch Shifter, Submit. Pitch Shifter was kind of like Helmet mixed with uh, God Flesh, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Kind of weird. Uh, Tapping the Vein from Sodom. Oh. Gore Fest. That's my favorite song. Gore Fest Falls. Okay, we're getting to it here. Uh, got any Tiamat fans out there? Their album Clouds. Burzum's self-titled release in 92. Amorphous, the Karelian Ithamus, if I'm saying that right. Um, Obituary, the Incomplete. Fuck yeah. Vital Remains, Let Us Pray. Oh. Fear Factory's debut, Soul of a New Machine. It's actually really good. Um, in- Incantation, Onward Tour, Golagothia. Oh. And now we're cranking it down into stuff that... To me, it just must. Still, all those colossal releases were definitely. <clears throat> Here we go. Napalm Death, Utopia Banished. Boom. Cannibal Corpse, Tomb of the Mutilated. Goddamn. Deicide Deicide Legion. Ooh. Autopsy, Acts of the Unspeakable. God. Dark Throne, A Blaze in the Northern Sky. Have that record. The Red Sun Sky is Ours, At the Gates. Vader, The Ultimate Incantation. Goddamn. But now... If you guys aren't fucking coming yourselves right now, if you didn't know this. all... I mean, I'm sure a lot of you do, but and the last two, these are my favorite look, releases of that. <coughs> I mean, we got. I mean, we're at what in the movie? If you guys are following along, we hope you have this this Blu-ray or whatever you got. 
the 39 minutes, 41 seconds. I mean, there's people actually fucking on the screen right now. We've got Devin DeVasquez and fucking Billy Warlock. They're coming themselves over this list. So, these are the last two, and these are my favorites from that year. I love Tomb of the Mutilated, and I love Legion. I do, too. I love Onward Tour Golgotha. That's I, all, like, but, amazing. But, I know where you're getting. The at. best two releases of that year, in my opinion. The second one is Monstrosity's debut, Imperial Doom. Yes. And my favorite album from that whole fucking year, hands down. And I love, I love Timothy Lee. I want to retouch on that real quick. That's not an overrated record. It's a brilliant record. But I'm going to go right back to this because it's still my favorite record of that year. Malevolent Creation Retribution. Fuck yeah. One of the best death metal records of all time. Yeah, it's it's great. And honestly, at that point, Obituary, the Incomplete's a good record, but they were losing me already. They got me back with the next record. Although one I was... I love, I love, I love the next record. I love fucking, uh, you know, uh, um, because uh, you like this record. It's the follow-up to that. It, it, it's like Stillborn. No. I'm not talking about Malevolent. Oh. Um, Who? Who are we talking about? I didn't World know. Demise. I'll give oh, me Obituary. Give okay. me World Demise a few years later over the Incomplete Any Day. Just my opinion. Obit- that's my favorite Obituary records, the World Demise. Um, a lot of people will be like, what the fuck? And they'll be like, I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's really It's awesome. But yeah, Retribution. So I'm done. One of the best of my life. The one I was thinking of earlier that I was trying to at you actually came out in 93 so I, I watched that one and that was uh, one of my favorite death metal records Nocturnal Silence by Necrophobic it's awesome it's good shit but anyway yeah so the pretty colossal year for death metal um, we'll get into something about Last One on Earth by Asphyx which is pretty cool uh, Martin Van Drunen actually Recorded the vocals for that, but he was already kicked out of the band when that happened. He like left and came back or whatever. There we go. Fuck yeah. Hi Tootie. Tootie's up here. He's gonna. Oh, I'm fast forward. I don't want to fast forward this. Yeah, he was already booted from the band. Uh, Vocals were supposed to be for Ron Van Paul. And they, the members thought it sounded good with Martin already on it, so they just kept it. And I forget when Martin came back. Because they had the self-titled release. And I don't know who did. I guess Ron Vanderpaul did the vocals on that one. They did God Cries. And then... Well, Whoa! Then Theo Lumens did the vocals on God Cries. Look. Um, see, on Embrace the Death. Look, she's upside down. Oh, I know. On Embrace the Death was Theo Lumens. On the Wings of the Inferno was Juanus Goebbels. And then I think Death the Brutal Way was the reintroduction of Martin Van Drunen, yeah. Which we had on our show as well. Two uh, years ago. Yeah, two years ago, which is crazy to think about. But uh, Martin, we still. We'll drink together next time we're around. They haven't been to the States since the last time they went to the States. They were in Cali. And we, <coughs> we don't really go out that way. We're in the South. so we. Yep. Yeah. 
Northern boys. No, Northern boys live in the South, so that's where we're at right now. We do. Don't get to go out there too much, but you know Excuse what? Uh, you get a good package going. If Ass Fix is there, then you know, try to pay Martin a visit and give him his fucking beers. Uh. So, not every day I want to give somebody Predator. That's like one of my all-time. That's like top three. That's top shelf for the Gore Christ. So, that's how much I like you, sir. That was pretty hot. She was straight up. But she was like his dong, and then she was like mixed over and, and sideways, which was really interesting. Yeah, um, it's just the start of the crazy shit that's about to happen in this film. It's just going to get go downhill. You know, and this movie is very much kind of like a like a teen movie. That's another thing that I think is cool about this film. Um, yeah, it's in high school. It's pretty tame at first, and it's like a usual. Boy likes girl story or boy meets girl, whatever. You know, they're straight making it on the couch and shit. Oh shit, Clarissa. Yeah, she's fucking smoking. Oof. The hell? Ugh. They're gonna take this back to the bedroom. Oh, it's her mom. That's fucking weird. Ew. What the fuck is she choking up? I'm sure. She's got like a hairball. Ew. That's goddamn weird. She's basically like a fucking dude or something. Tuna. Oh, I shouldn't have clicked that w- on that that way. Tuna, you laying on the remote. Tootie. Okay, okay, I need to tell you something. I got some Calypso. You don't have to edit this out of the podcast. I just need to tell you this, but I don't know if you should. I got some Calypso spiced rum, so here we go. The night's over. That tastes better than the original shit. Oh, God. That shit stings like a motherfucker. I do not think you should tell Alexis this. Mrs. Gorgrace? Yeah, I just saw her sister on Tinder. You're joking. No, I'm not. Where? I mean, I can't back up. I was going through and I was like, oh, God. Oh. That's unsettling. I'm just telling you. I'm not I'm not trying to be fun. I mean, I left it. That's why I was like, oh. Well. <clears throat> Let me tell you guys out there. <laughs> the blow-up doll in the past. <clears throat> you just <laughs> never know what you're going to see on Tinder these days, kids. Yeah. Please you be sure see, to... You uh, will see motherfuckers you never thought in the mean years you'd see... On here, and they're looking for some dick. Please be sure to uh, follow Doctor West on Tinder. You swipe left whenever you see the West. No, right. Or is it right? Right. It's right. See, I don't know. He's told you to not talk to me. The last time I dated on the internet like that was AOL Instant Messenger. So I like to play on here. I have a lot of fun with it. I've honestly never met anybody. See, my joke is that all there all there is for dudes in the south of on Tinder is guys holding a giant fish. I was like, shouldn't he be on plenty of fish? Didn't. Doctor doesn't like my jokes. I do like your jokes. Was that a thing for you to be in California with some blonde and she's got a Firebird? Oh, yeah. She's got Daddy's Firebird. Yeah, that would she's be like, cool. come on, come on, Doctor West. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. We'd well, be Mister West at the time because you. But, yeah. Be when you were younger before you got your PhD. So you'd be like, come on, Mr. West. Is that a tranny? 
Sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah. So go. this this is getting ready to get very interesting here. Um, well, she's already this chick, you know, Heidi or whatever. No, that's not the same one. Heidi was the one that was just in that Firebird or whatever. Ugh. They're just like in the middle of this orgy thing now. You look really nice at a tie. By the way, you, if you guys are wondering where Corey's new house is, it's located at the very entrance of Morningside Cemetery. It is. So, that's where it's at. If you guys are curious, if you're not curious, it's all good too. This would weird me out, wouldn't you, if you walked into this? I mean, that chick's kind of a MILF, I don't know. She looks really old in the face, but she's got... Lesbiana. Would this freak you out if you got involved in this just now? You got your little mullet and you're, you're chilling. What, all these people? You got these old dudes that are like, hey. Okay, here's... And I'm going to... I'm gonna We're going to go into my craziness here. The truth is, if I haven't emptied my bag in several <laughs> days, I can get myself in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Fuck you, butthead. You know, so that happens. So you have to be careful. Oh, it's his mom and... Or it's his dad and his stepmom. You can end up in a bad situation, you know, by not even trying to. Um, you know, goodness. Mm. Ugh. Well, he's Jewish. <clears throat> They're in a temple. I've got my Misfit shirt on, punk rock. <laughs> I just me. love it. Fuck me, I'm punk rock. I couldn't even tell you the name of their albums. I just like the Misfits. It's actually just Misfits. But what do I know? True story, kids. I'm actually friends with Jerry from uh, Misfits' main dude. He's one of our friends that works at an establishment that we do a lot of interviews at. So, Shout out to Tim, wherever your fucking ass is. I know you listen, you listen occasionally, so I just, I just plugged you, motherfucker. Tim, you're always working hard, so you probably won't. Oh, he listens to us. He's always working hard. About to be like, check out the episode. So I He's like, him. hey man, cool, see you later. Like, alright man, do your thing. He's a good dude. <clears throat> he is. Always a pleasure. Love, 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 love the staff at the Masquerade in Atlanta, Georgia. They're very kind to me. Thank you very much. Yeah, they know I don't that. have a beer in my hand, but if I did, I would toast it to you. So here's to the staff. The yeah, they're very accommodating. As much as they have to deal with us, they're pretty used to it by now. Um, Indeed. But they're always very accommodating to what we have to do. And, you know, they, they're professional. They let us do their thing. Where, on the other hand, if we're going out of, to another state, if we're in, say, Knoxville, Tennessee, that we've never not had... Um, a member of staff show their ass. Like when we we went and uh, spoke with Wino and didn't you know you know another repeat offender of ours will have released pretty soon. Um, you know to talk about the the re-release of the first record and he was on you know that recent tour they did with uh, you know the Devin Townsend or whatever. Um, you know we the the tour manager who we who will. Uh, say is is called the Punisher as the as Wino describes him, which is really funny. 
That's um, <clears throat> super nice guy, very accommodating, was very patient with us, and we, you know, were a little late coming in, and <clears throat> he was very, very just hands-on with us, and, and was like, okay, cool, how long you need, and, you know, he was like, all right, let's go. So he took us back there. Let's go. <clears throat> yeah, I'll do the, the bent. Let's go. So he... He took us back there, told the staff at the gate that he's like, these guys are good. And so we walked past him, and we showed him our our laminates. And as we were walking by, we saw that the dude that was at the, the gate, like the staff guy for the backstage, kept like looking at us, and I kind of overheard him. And he was like, did they have passes? I need to go check those again. And yeah, I got fucking shook down. I heard the other guy say, no, they're fine. And he was like, I'm going to go check. And he... Just to shake us down and treat us like we're fucking, you know, cattle card. He walks up and he's just like, can I see those again? As if we didn't just walk back there with the fucking tour manager that told him to his face that they were good. And, you know, it's just shit like that that we don't appreciate. It's like we already have to spend money traveling and we don't get paid to do this. And, you know, we don't need to have clearance from the tour manager himself that shows them his fucking shit we show we flash our stuff and then still get shaken down just 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 for them to be assholes you know and you know the doctor was like you know flipped out on him and was like yeah you already checked it you hick fuck and was yelling at the <laughs> dude and then the the I do that the punisher was just like uh he was like it's okay he's just mad because he doesn't have a real job he's just a fucking like a hired gun or whatever he is security guard so I thought that was pretty funny now you see the first real gore in this film we got a nice little uh, throat uh, throat slash here the little nerd that I was tired of looking at was uh, dead as a doornail in that fucking car it's pretty nice <clears throat> but yeah when you do what we do uh, usually it's a blessing to deal with the staff that we are used to at like say the masquerade if we come up through there or uh, you know that's really the best place because they accommodate us. They don't shake us down. They're like, yeah, man, cool, because they know us, you know. And places like Knoxville, Tennessee, which is why we don't go there too often, even though it's closer than Atlanta, um, they always give us shit or shake us down or they act like we're on their time or whatever, you know. And, I, you know, we don't appreciate that because we're, we're on the band's time. We're not on anyone else's time. You know, so we're there to do what we got to do and, and get the fuck out of there if we're staying for a show or what we're, you know. We're not there to be shaken down by the fucking local venue staff. It's not it's not their job to do that, you know. It's their job to maintain the safety of everyone else in the venue. That's why they're blocking the gate. That's why they're making sure everyone has passes so that people that aren't supposed to go back there are, are hurting anybody or doing anything they're not supposed to do. We're cleared weeks in advance to, to do what we got to do, so we don't need people shaking us down. Which is precisely why, whenever we do go to Knoxville, when we're in town, we have to let the tour managers and the, the label people know the shit that goes on in those venues. Because every time we're like, can you give us an extra kind of clearance? Because they always give us shit. And sure enough, the last time we went, did they not shake us down, even though we had shit on us? <clears throat> yes, that's true. So that's why they're always like, no, you guys should be fine. It's like, okay, well then you go down or up 
whatever to Knoxville and try to get into something and see how they shake it out. They're just waiting for it, you know. They're waiting for something to do because they're fucking bored because their football team sucks and doesn't play but like half the year, so they gotta find shit to do. They gotta, you know, hassle the doctor and I as if a fucking podcast interview is affecting anything they're fucking doing besides picking their ass. Sorry, rant over. No, it's it's perfect because we do get fucking shut down. Only here. Yeah, know. it's it's in yeah it's. Uh, only in Knoxville. Whenever we're in town. Masquerade, they don't do that kind of shit. They're like, hey, what's up, man? Here's your stuff, and have a good time. Get some get some shit done. Cool. I don't even get shaken down like that at conventions. When I'm dealing with celebrities, people that are actually have net worth. It's like, I, I love Wino to death, but he doesn't have a fucking net worth. I mean, he's not, like, worth over a million dollars. You know what I mean? He is to me. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> but he doesn't have a fucking net worth. He's not a Hollywood celebrity. I, these people, I think, I'll, and you know, the, the problem at that club that we were at is it's that's that hired out meathead security. Yeah, but this guy wasn't even meathead. He was like, he looked like a fucking like, 90 year old man. He looked yeah. like Steve Jobs. It's like, you're not going to shake me down, you fucking Wheaties eating prick. <laughs> yeah, it was. Vi- Did you skip your, your fucking. It was, it was very. It you was, skip your was, Cheerios this morning? It was very, it was very vague. It was your very, heart rate a little high? I it mean, was very vague. It was very, you know. Is your cholesterol okay, brother? Like, you know, I don't... It's like, you know, I'm sorry you didn't have your Zazapan today or whatever the fuck you take, your fucking libido medicine, but you need to fucking relax and not shake us down. When we clearly flashed you our passes and the tour manager, who you've seen go back and forth for the last two hours, came back there and was like, hey, these guys are good. And then you're like, wait, let me see those again. Fuck you, you old bastard. I, didn't I cuss him or say something? Yeah, you called. You said. You said. He said. He said he was good. You fucking hick or something like that. And I was like, damn. And he was like, hey. And then the the tour manager, you know, the Punisher, he was like, hey, they're good. And then he was like, it's okay. He just doesn't have a real job. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because the Punisher is also a fucking producer, and he produced you know, uh, Sacred by the Obsessed, which is pretty fucking awesome, and. He runs their sound, and he does the whole nine yards, and he he's that accommodating. He's a very super cool dude, and we got everything we needed. He gave us all the time we needed, and, you know, Wino was great, and, uh, you know, we, we can't wait for you guys to hear that interview. I think you guys will really dig it. Um, Wino likes to talk about a lot of different things. He likes to touch on a lot of different spectrums. Um, if you guys aren't Obsessed fans, I know there's a Cryptopsy interview, but you know the obsessed is pretty damn awesome so if you're not fans of it then skip what I'm saying but you know if you are then this movie's check very it out. 80s and it and it's you know sometimes sometimes 80s songs get stuck in my head and, and I feel like I need to play this while we're watching this if you guys know what this movie's I gotta tell you what movie it's from but it's something that I, that I very much love this song and it, it just fits right now watching this film We've not recorded in a while, so I'm, I'm going to play a snippet of this because the song puts me in a really good mood. And, uh, here we go. It's from the Weird Science soundtrack. 
We got 80s stuff. We got Billy, Billy Warlock walking in his 80s pants. It's an 80s moment brought to you by Dr. Vincent Hermes. This has been. We're the only people listening to this song on the entire planet right now. Yeah, I would say so. Where is it? <laughs> anyway, it's an 80s classic eighty stuff. John Hughes, weird science. Love. Gotta love John Hughes. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I just played that as me <laughs> just uh, oh, shit. being creative. Anyway, no, that was good. That Blue was Warlock, good. there he is, spot on. Him and, his, sexy. him and his Ford Warlock right here. I know one thing. This movie, I don't remember it being as long as it is. It's pretty long. So, well, Let's see. We're well, halfway through it right now. It'll be longer. I've been accidentally skipping a couple times or back and forth. So it'll be a couple minutes ahead of where we were at. But yeah, man, this is... I'm telling you guys, we always encourage you to follow along with us. So if you're Blu-ray reviewers yourselves or your collectors... We know you got this movie. Fucking put it in and follow along. That's like half the point, you know. If you want... We're basically your audio commentary track that you'll never listen to on the disc itself. So put in us and, and let us guide you through the film. Yeah, if you're at work, I think a lot of people have told me that, that listen to us that I've talked to you personally. Well, yeah, at work, we're pretty good at visualizing what's well, going no, they, on. Well, no, they listen to us while they're at work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you can't really, you know... You can maybe find it on YouTube or, uh, you know. I gave you a little music just then. Yeah, you're good. Commentary, we got all that. Going Cutting on. up your onions, your, your fucking sweep in the back, your, uh. Yeah, man. Molding the steel, you know, you're in a factory. I, I don't know what you fucking do, what people's jobs are. I, I work at a pawn shop. I mean, I, I can't listen to this stuff while I'm. I mean, I can't listen to anything while I'm there, you know. People are trying to get money, so. Can't take my attention off of the crazy people. But here we go. This is where it gets interesting, folks. Oh, we're halfway. Oh, fuck. Through the film, and uh, things are going to get a little crazy now. She's in the main house here with all the swingers. Thank God you're here. You nearly spoiled everything. You're just impressing this dude. You know, there's an ambulance. That's proper. Got a big day, so I'm going to go to bed. Here we go. Some audio for the working class. I don't think so. We don't want to go. Have you seen this before? Yeah. I couldn't remember. Long time ago. You know how I hate to give you drugs. You can't do this to me. I have rights, okay? I'm almost 18. Thanks, Cleveland. Yeah, it's one of those rich cult things, you know? Well, the soundtrack to this is very campy. You did the music for this. 
Steve Parr. What a dick! He parked in the fucking handicap spot. He just parked in the fucking handicap spot. Well, I wouldn't say he parked. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> That's a fucking dick move. <laughs> I mean, I would, too, if my friend just got captured. I mean, Excuse me. No time for convenience. Uh, Bill, <coughs> are you with me? What room's he? And Mark Ryder and Phil Davies did the music. I wanted to eat the rest of my Arby's, and now I'm going to have to wait for this movie. I know he's here. He was just brought in. Because I don't want to eat it during the fucking... Yeah, guys, you might want to save your Arby's. Let's see what else they did. They did Trancers and The Dark Side of the Moon. I don't think they've done anything else, really. Dark Side of the Moon? I thought Pink Floyd did that. Well, the movie. <laughs> this sounds like Society. Or, uh, Society. From Beyond. The music. This does sound like Society. Oh, it is Society. Oh, look at that. Yeah. But it's, it sounds like From Beyond. But it, it really does. It's very... Did he not do that? No. The morgue. The morgue. The morgue. No, you're not sorry. There's been a mistake. Now, please, we don't want to have to call security. You can't be. No, Richard Band did the music for uh, From Beyond, which makes total sense. The same guy. No, Richard Band, like you know, Reanimator. That's who. Uh, yeah, that that's is. who did the music for. <coughs> but this is very Richard Band sounding. This music. Uh. Nice BMW. I mean, that's the best way to park a convertible BMW is in a handicap spot. Uh. Whenever you don't have a handicap placard. You can mute this again. There's a lot. Right we know how we like to give you drugs. First, we're dying. You know, I don't, I don't enjoy doing drugs anymore. <laughs> I fucked your sister. <coughs> I just don't. We're missing good stuff here on the vocally. It's funny. Hang on. Let's hear this dream sequence again. <laughs> Some good lines in the classic ones in this. Okay. That's fucking raunchy. I'd have rather seen the actual scene that they could that took that from, actually. But I, who knows where the hell that was? I wasn't paying attention. Well, that was whenever he was not. He was. Movie. He was not. Well, I, I fucked your sister. I didn't see that. It was whenever he got. So a, I didn't film some. I fucked your sister. <laughs> when you were stoned, just spanked her <laughs> Now, whenever they injected him, that was what he overheard them saying while he was like knocked out, but he could still hear or whatever. We were all knocked out last night. I can't mention that for Do what? I forgot we can't talk about him because he's a racist. That's what everyone thinks. 
when the real racist is like, well, that's... <laughs> we love you, Phil. And we don't we do love Phil. How much hate we get if on you guys here. don't like it, sorry. Love the Phil. He's always been nice to me. Was always the nicest member of that band to me, too, when they were together and I would go see them. So I got nothing but good, good, good to say about him. And People you know, don't like uh, it, they can lick my sack. And the doctor's got Cuban in him, and I'm mostly Jewish. So, I mean, he's he was super nice to us. So. Correct. There you go. But you can form your opinions and, and do what you want. But if you haven't met the guy, you, you know you can just you can just relax for a little bit. Maybe if you meet him and he says something to you which he won't, then maybe you have something to say. But it's not going to happen. So plus, most people just won't meet him anyway in their lifetime. So indeed. But apparently, we uh, we sucked his dick or something. So. It's like, no, not really. We got to hear some music that's still not released, but we heard that, didn't we? We heard that Illegals album. It's just coming out this year. Yep. We heard another one. That was a year ago, almost. We heard another one, too. Oh, that Portal album? It wasn't that. I do think he was playing the one that's just about to come out, though. I'll have to edit this now, but... It was him with the Portal guys, and he was doing vocals. Well, that's not that thing they're putting out, then. That's something probably never coming out. <clears throat> Who knows? Doesn't matter. It was amazing. I'm sorry. I just fucked this. <clears throat> sorry, kids. You weren't supposed to hear that. The magic of the editing tool. <clears throat> well, since you're editing stuff, I'm masturbating every time we record. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Mm. <clears throat> Where is it? That song gets stuck in my head. That's that? why I had to play it. You didn't like it? What is it? That song I was playing. He's like, Where is it? He goes, he goes, Where is it? <laughs> Where's the tenderness is what he's saying. Oh, okay. Where is it? We'll put the we'll, that'll be the outro to this episode. Yeah. Oh, something I need to talk about. Very important about this episode you're going to listen to with Flo and Matt and Chrissy Poo. <laughs> and that's this. Those guys were literally, during the interview, and you'll hear it, watching and enjoying Steve Harvey-era Family Feud, which I thought was really weird. It's death metal. You don't know that. They weren't watching hockey. Mm-hmm. We talk about it, and there's a whole hockey, hockey interlude on there. They don't like to be typical Canadians. They like when they're here. And they're it's just, fucking hilarious. When they're in the well, no, they even told they're like, we want to watch the fucking Sabres Canadians game, and we can't because it's fucking. Watch when they're fucking, in the states, they want to watch good old fashioned games. My, my photo with them, there's a glare, and you can see the family feud off off Flo's face. He's like, she got Steve Harvey's stash on his face, <laughs> tickling his beard. This is weird. Where is it? Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, weird science. If you guys don't know what that is, I don't know what to tell you. I fucking love that shit. It's stuck in me. It puts me in a good mood. And then Robert Downey Jr., yeah. Robert Rustler. Dude, dude. John Hughes. Dude, Robert Rustler lost his dad the other day. I want to give a shout out to him. Damn. And it really sucks because you can tell his dad was fucking bitching and cool. And it was cool because it was a picture of him from Weird Science in the photo with him and his dad. Wow. Did, did he ever add you? I don't think so. Have you ever tried to? 
Uh, I don't know. I think he will. Do it right now. Tom Matthews had a good day, so shout out to Tom Matthews. Uh, Dude, send send goddamn Tommy Jarvis. Send Rustler one. Um, Robert Rustler. If you guys like Nightmare on Elm Street, there you go. If you don't, no, you don't know no, 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 no. He was hooking the daggers from fucking thrashing. That's my obsession with him. That's yes, he was. He was Grady in Nightmare on Elm Street too. But that's what I'm saying, dude. I'm like fucking shit. More people would know what that is. Just throwing that. The other day, actually, Sony Movie Channel. Thank you for always liking the stuff I post. But they were like, I posted a thing about gleaming the cube. With fucking Christian Slater, got a ton of hits actually. I don't know why. Yeah, whoever runs and, and the, I, the Sony that, movie, a bunch of posts. whoever whoever uses the Sony. Yeah, they love movie page. They love me, guys. You know they love me. They love me. I, I don't know why. We give you love twelve times a day. But I told them, I said, I said, and they give it back. And I, I told them, I said, thanks for the look, support. The, Gleam in the Cube, Christian Slater, good movie. It is a good movie. I love Christian, but it's Slater. not thrashing. I love Christian Slater. Thrashing is the uh, okay. Here you go, real quick. A cri- favorite Christian Slater movie right now. True Romance. Can you name mine? No. Pump up the volume. <laughs> you like that one? You don't like that? It's good. No, it is It's good. what we're doing right now. I'm happy Harry Hardon. That's me. <laughs> it's true. God damn. If you guys have never seen that, that is that is another inspiration for Dr. Vincent West. I swear to God it is. That's not ad-libbing right now. I'm not I'm not pretending I'm Chevy Chase or Bill Murray. You literally can look that up. Happy Harry Hardon. <laughs> Which was his character, his alias, on uh, on Pump of the Volume, where he is a risque pirate. Is that on Vigil? Blu-ray? No, God damn! If it was, I'd buy it in a second. I love that. Literally, and the girl that's in that movie with him. Can you can you get me the girl's name that's in the movie with him? Okay, I just added Robert Russell. Okay, can you can you look that up for me, guys? It's always half the battle when it goes through to people like that, and they're. Their fucking pages and it is, bombarded, it is, so it is, it's nice whenever it's like getting through to the fucking I don't know outer space, outer space. Yeah, uh, if someone that speaks English. What's that girl's name? Phone. Hang on, what's it called? Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Is it? I, I, I don't I, think I, I've I, seen this movie. You have? Oh God, I have to let you borrow. I have the DVD. Um, Pump up the volume. I just need her name. Samantha Mathis. Ladies and gentlemen. Nora De Niro in the film. As a kid. I don't know what she looks like now. We'll let Corey tell me here in a minute. As a child. As a, as a, as a she's young... She's 47. She looks damn good. As still. a young Dr. West. Seriously in that movie. Because she's like a little punk goth chick. She's I, in uh, American Psycho. Yes. I wanted to, in that film, eat her ass out like I was eating a fucking candy bar. God. And yes, that means if there was shit there, I would eat it. I don't care. She was so hot in that film. As a kid, I had left the fucking stiffy at the fucking theater watching it. Because she's just hot. And you see her tits in it, and she's into him because he's really nerdy and shy, but he's all raunchy and cut loose on his fucking on his uh, radio show like I do on the podcast. Happy Harry Hardon, Dr. Vincent West, same thing. Thank you. Thank see you very much. Did, uh, tells- Samantha Masses, thank you for all the pre-cum and boners. He was uh, in Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, which is pretty cool. Oh, he's been in a bunch of shit. Um, let's see. He's been, he's been in some from really 1992 movies. fame. He was doing uh, Pips and Fern Gully. Dude, so he's in you fucking go. Young Guns too. Yeah, True Romance is still my favorite. No, I'm I'm not knocking that. That is a great film. I, I turned on uh, Mrs. Gore Christ to it. We dude, actually have her, 
We have a tradition now that I've turned that on to her like she'd never seen it, and I introduced. Do her. me a favor right now. I, I introduced I've talked about this too much. I introduced her to True Romance, and now that is our tradition where we watch that every Valentine's Day. We watch no shit. We watch True Romance. She was like, "Where's True Romance at?" I was like, "She's like, why isn't that on right now?" She loves that fucking movie. Absolutely. She was like, "That's, that's amazing." Us. If I was like a prostitute and you were Christian Slater, that's our relationship. That's good. And I was like, that's amazing, because Patricia Arquette's fucking hot in that film. Do me a favor right now. Watch the trailer with the audio on so people can hear it for Pump Up the Volume. <laughs> Guys, we're pumping up the volume. No, I mean, it sounds gay. It's not cheesy. I'm not it's saying it's like, gay. I'm just it, saying it's a the serious name film. But if, when you watch it, you're going to understand why this is... I'm being honest with everybody. I'm a, I, I actually have... It's the, an inspiration for me. It really was. I actually have the Jock Jams... Soundtrack of my car right now. No, it has nothing to do with pump that. Up the ball, has, pump up the ball, pump up the ball. Damn, damn. I know it. I know it doesn't. But that's what it makes me think. Watch of. the trailer. Let everybody hear the audio. Uh, Crank it. It's you find a short. We don't find one that's like ten minutes long. No, it's two minutes. Don't worry. I'm I'm gonna pump up the volume. It's a it's a new line. This is 1990. This is as old as me. It's Sonic Theater. I love Christian Slater, so this is already on the spot. Christian Slater and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Like exhausted a decade where there's nothing to look forward to and no one to look up to. He's got a pirate radio station. Nobody knows who he is. I, I could be that anonymous nerd sitting across from you and you turn around and he just looks away. He never looks back at you again. This is a song for the 90s. Welcome to Dorena Central. May I take your order, please? Yeah. I want to... This is Dr. West when he had a radio station and he was doing himself. I like. I know why you like this movie. Keep watching it. Holy shit, that's awesome. And he's trying to tell you that there's something Shay, that was, that's pretty awesome. Guys, you know from Insidious and Front Rock City and yeah. awesome. Super 90s. That's fucking awesome. Inspiration. Yeah. I'm telling you, watch it, kids. If you are even remotely interested in in where my brain and how it works, that's... And I I, I love the film. I really do. 
Well, listen to the 90s soundtrack here. This is insane. The music by Cowboy Junkies, Peter Murphy, Concrete Blonde, and Soundgarden. Yeah, but it was before Soundgarden was grunge. Like, that's pre them. Yeah, that's, that's 1990 Soundgarden. It's nice. So they probably got it. Oh, the song. Have you never heard that song that's on the. Unless I have, I just don't. I've never seen that movie, so I don't know what song it is. Really? Uh, here's here's the shunting. It's about to happen. This is where it gets fucking weird, guys. Sorry, right, we'll take you back to the movie now. Uh, one hour, seventeen minutes. So we're getting down to the wire here. The Soundgarden song on that soundtrack is excellent. It's my favorite summer. It's called "The Heretic." Okay, it's really good. <laughs> I've never told anybody this, I don't think. Well, Corey, anyway. Mm. The Louder Than Love era Soundgarden backwards, I like. Yeah. It's after Bad Motorfinger and all that shit. Well, the Bad Motorfinger is what threw them in the commode for yeah. me. That's the... That's when they were like, my rusty cane. Yeah. 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 Keep your eye on Branch, you big boy. Because you're next. Here's the shunting, guys. It's one of the most disturbing scenes ever filmed. Classic using it. Ugh. George. Looks like they're basting a turkey. See, this isn't even gross to me. It's just weird. It really. is weird. They're just like climbing in them. Are they just absorbing him? Yeah. One guy's playing with his cheek like he's a clip. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Simmons was in this film. Don't you know? I'm the rich suck off little hey. class shits like you. That'd be a good sound for a song. Yeah. Don't you think? Do you not think? He looks familiar. Who the fuck is that? That guy. Look. That guy's on a ton of shit. There's a lot of stuff on that 
shunting steam, I don't think it's over, so it's During the shunting scene, Brian Houston would put a sign on the soundstage door that read, Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. That's really funny. Billy Warlock was hesitant to show his bare ass during a sex scene as it was scripted. Luckily, the scene was scheduled late in production and he was able to refuse the shot without being fired. He jokingly claimed he doesn't have a nice butt. That's pretty funny. I like the music of this one. Damn near look like it. Looks like he's about to flick him like a little Chinese football. Mom? Oh, Billy. How sweet of you to come here to me. I would have already been ready to skin out of so she's got the butt, face butt. <laughs> Billy. Better get the fuck out of there, dude. You have any edible fantasies you'd like to indulge in, Billy? Now's the time. <laughs> Ooh. There we go, there's butt, butt face. <laughs> well, son, I guess you're right. <laughs> I am a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 
<laughs> her mom's out of her arm vagina or whatever. Oh, look at him. It's so funny. Oh, it's pretty brutal. It's just weird. I don't really know how to describe that. It just makes me uncomfortable. Makes him not want to go to any orgies anytime soon. Yeah, if they're like that, there's something wrong. You went to a fucking goddamn HR Geiger fucking thing or something. <laughs> you went to the wrong shit. Yeah. It's not supposed to look like that. I didn't think so. The worst part is they're like fucking eating hair and shit. Oh. There's a fox belly. I love him in Baywatch. I'm telling you, it's like the coolest thing. Well, well, yeah. a slave revolt. <laughs> what about this dude just like watching? You gotta save the girl that's so cute. I don't, you only make it worse. Shut up, Clarissa. Jim, I'm man. Where the hell are you? Oh, really? Into what? 
members of society hailing from Beverly Hills with lineage dating from Julius Caesar and Genghis Khan, the master of the hunt, the champion of the shunt, Ted the Tycoon, Ted the Tycoon Ferguson. Face on him. Oh, <laughs> I was beating up my life. See the sound built. You got very familiar with Strength on that man. Mom is the grossest part of this movie. That's pretty horrifying. Come on, Gummy. Give a shot. Yeah. Woo! 
gonna pull his face out of his fucking asshole. Woo! Look like Chinese takeout. He pulled his face through his fucking asshole. I would love to do that to a lot of people. I'll do that to every single one of those motherfuckers. Probably he's in that copy. Dude, that was fucking Taco Rancho. Hey, pulled his head out from his ass. It's fucking great. Good euphemism. We'll never get away with this. I'll do the same thing to him. Don't count on it. I would have sat there and pulled heads out of assholes all night. Butthead. <coughs> that must have been his dad. Yep. I want one of those fucking police jackets, goddammit. What, like a New York one? Yeah, like a bomber jacket or whatever. They're all over the place, but I can't find them anymore. If you see one, Gore Christ, no. Prefer one of the green ones. God, Oof. Well, Dr. Cleveland, it looks as though I may have an opening in Washington next summer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, so those worms live in them? Yeah, I guess. That's it. Or stop at one if you want. Yeah, so that's the uh, end of the film, folks. God. It, it, I mean, it goes right up to it at the end. <laughs> it. I mean, it, what a payday. It lays it, disgusting. lays it right out there. But you only find out what happens after that. You're kinda... turned inside out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. So really, you know, they just lay it all out there. I mean, at the end, it's like he he gets away, and then he probably changes fucking states and area you know, everything. I'd change my fucking name after seeing all that stuff. God, getting away with it. You know, it's fucking Taco Rancho. But I'd say the payoff of this film, <coughs> you know, overall, it's actually a really good film. Watching it, it's it just feels like a normal. You know, it was made in '89. I mean, it feels like a the end of the '80s. This film. I mean, it's it's got all the classic workings of an '80s film. You know, it's brilliant. Boy meets girl. It's his best, his best movie. I think. Yeah, boy meets girl. You know, it's got a classic '80s kooky parents, and he's got a normal, you know, jock high school life, and you know, it's very good film. Yeah, and then you you innocent kid slips into the underground of uh, the. The rich people. I mean, it's a very good um, euphemism, and you know, brilliant movie. Good directorial debut by uh, Usna, and uh, fucking a good first pairing with him and Screaming Mad George. And for years to come, they'll work together, and it's it's fucking great. It's a beautiful thing. This film set the tone for all that. So, Flo and Matt told me that they're working on their new EP to follow up to the last EP. Which was Tome Book of Souls, uh, yep. Tome 1, so we're looking for Tome 2. Yep, they're working on that now. Book of something. Uh, look for that sometime, I'm imagining, this year, and then more touring and stuff, and you'll hear it in the interview, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And 
they're a delight to deal with, and what a, they're an amazing band. <clears throat> Flo is my favorite death metal band. So. And we're sorry we didn't get this to you sooner. Um, it's a new year, so we're going to have all this stuff cranked out for you guys to get it in line with uh, everything else we already have in the works for you as far as guests yep. and, and everything that we got coming uh-huh. this year to you. So be on the lookout for that. And this this interview came during a time where the doctor was doing like a million interviews a week and you know yeah so special shout out to the doctor for all the hard work he did during this time when this interview was was done um, well this was this was done uh, towards the end of last year so yeah I had to go back to dreaded uh, Carolinas to do it because I didn't want to go but right that's some I did tell you guys real quick I met a girl uh, there some time ago and she hurt me really bad didn't want to go back, but I went for you guys. I went for Flow, and I got the, the show was amazing, and got you this interview, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, she's dead now. The doctor had to use her for work, so there you go. So thank you guys, as always, for, for listening and supporting, and we're hoping this new year carries Phantasm into new and exciting things for you and for us. And uh, seriously, thank you for all the support and everybody that's giving us a like or share our stuff and you know all that jazz thanks for your support stay fucking metal and as always from the doctor and I stay fucking gory It's Dr. Vincent West, Phantasm Podcast, and I'm here with my Canadian brothers tonight. Cryptopsy, how are we doing here with Flo? Doing good, man. Doing good. Thank you. Good, good. Good to see you again. Chris. What's up, Chris? How are you doing? All right. No? Oh, okay. So, uh... We're on the road. You guys are on the road. I'm not on the road. I'm on the road seeing you guys, but you guys are on the road with Belfagor. How's that going? Excellent so far, man. Uh, good first week. Tomorrow, actually, Monday will be one week. Um, got a few more weeks to go. And uh, I've been doing good. It's been, awesome. I've uh, been pretty, pretty smooth. So Cool. That's awesome. And uh, <coughs> when I saw you last... You did none so violent in its entirety, right? Which was amazing. Cool, thank you. Got to hang out, and that was really cool. Yeah, you guys slayed it, yes. The newer masquerade. Yep. Um, and since I've seen you, how did all that go? You guys went to did a bunch of festivals. And we did like sixty plus shows, just none so violent. That's wild. It was pretty cool. We did Iceland, then we did Devastation in the Nation, and then we did two treks in Europe, where we did a bunch of festivals. It was it was really freaking awesome. Sometimes we just played Nuts a while. That was really, really fucking fun. Yeah. It's cool. And you guys, I love that record. And it was it was cool to get to, because where were you, because we talked about this when I first, when I first introduced myself to you, uh, when you played Knoxville back in the day when I was living there. That was before None So Vile. It was. That was like one of the first shows we've ever done in the States. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. It's, What's that? No. no, I don't even remember. It was like a festival. It was. It was a little festival they no. did, yeah. yeah. It was weird because the bands were all over the place. It was like... 
Yeah, we yeah. just drove down there and drove back. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's the first time I saw you guys, so well, it was fun. To, yeah, good old days. Um, Things I wouldn't do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you guys, the I noticed you did you did a. A show, I believe, it was in Canada with uh, Hatebreed. Yes. No, oh, we did a show with no Hatebreed in Europe. In that's the, what the it Netherlands. Was. That's what it was. How was that? It was super good. Their fans didn't understand us whatsoever. It was pretty funny, actually. They were pretty stone faced. <laughs> but it was the Netherlands, so it was the Netherlands, which you know sometimes, sometimes they are. Well, they went off for Hatebreed, though, for sure. But yeah, no, Jamie we, was did, uh, we did uh, Behemoth and Lamb of God in Montreal. This That's year. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. how was that? That was great. Super. Yeah, we played in Metropolis, which is like a classic, classic Montreal venue that I've always wanted to play at. So, That's an awesome. excellent bucket list show. Yeah. Cool. That's amazing. And uh, had you, had you guys, you guys played with them before? Uh, festivals. Yeah. Festivals. festivals. Definitely Lamb of God. I've known Randy for a long time, but I never played with them. Well, that's awesome. I always thought it was cool when I met him. I've never interviewed him for the podcast. But when I met him, he's. They had it was that that run that they did I guess right after he got out of jail or whatever and I didn't know what a big death metal fan he was he's like a big death metal fan I thought it was really cool oh yeah yeah so it's, yeah it's, I thought that was awesome that too yeah um so the next EP yeah <laughs> sore subject what did we say last time we do you remember it's coming out around now. I think so. Right. It's 2018. It's okay. I just I was just curious uh, for me, the uh, listeners. What's we've just been been touring too much, so we'll have to work this winter and uh, we're close. We're close, but we gotta yeah. we gotta finish. There's more work to do. 2018. It's exciting, man. Yeah. Excited. I have no idea what you guys are playing tonight. I didn't cheat and look. So. Uh, well, it's a little mix there. Some yeah. new stuff, some old stuff. Yeah, quite a. We're still playing a lot of Nuns of Vile, of course. It sort of fits well with the Belfour. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. That's great. It's a fun little set. Nice mix. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, so we, my whole thing, we were going to talk. <laughs> I was going to talk to you all about hockey, and then we get. <laughs> well, let's, let's briefly talk. So, what, you, yeah, for the listeners, uh, big Canadians fans I'm sitting here with, uh, what, what, what do the Canadians need to do according to you guys as fans to get it together? Goaltending. Score goals. They've been scoring goals. And protect price. They've been, they've, been, they've, been, they've been scoring goals. They're they're all doing. And they got. Well, yeah. Okay. They got to save pucks from going into the net. <laughs> score goals. And try to aim for somewhere other than the goalkeeper on the other side. <laughs> That's about it. Are you a big Canadians fan? I am too, but not like as big as this year. I mean, were were you happy with the regime change when they did that? I never asked you about this. Before. You didn't uh, like that. I didn't think it was necessary, but I did not. It did happen there. I don't think it's I making like, a difference. No, I like both of them. I like Lo Julien, so, but I I don't think I've been, it's, it's it's the members. It's not yeah. the coaching staff that has to change. You know. Yeah. The GM? Oh, That's it. Okay. He's the next to go. They don't start you would think. They don't start I mean, soon, they're gonna get rid of that guy. Yeah. That's That's the next one to go for sure. Before they get rid of Julian. You would think. I mean. As big a market, I mean that's the Canadian market team. Yeah, yeah. And they have no that's the face of it, and it's. Superstar wants to play. 
No, and I'm surprised they got rid of Rajilov. They should have just paid him, and that's yeah. it. Did he go back? He went back to the Russian elite. No, no with Dallas Stars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he was just how much I keep up with the West. Years, <laughs> that was the problem. So how long was he going to keep playing at that intensity? Well, you know what was weird was when he was with the whole time when he was with uh, when he was hanging out with when he was with the Predators, and then they did fairly decent with him, you know, like 10 years ago, whenever it was when he came into the league. Yeah. And then he just disappeared to the Russian Elite League. Yeah, he just gave up. Then. Yeah. But yeah, I think I he think was asking a pretty hot yeah. price from the Canadians. He really was. He was for like eight years or something. He was, but... Y'all Canadian. got the money. I mean, yeah. that's... We have a <coughs> like, chunk of our salary cap that's available. So I'm still hoping that they go for, like, a Jonathan Taves and... Tavares, sorry, Jonathan Tavares. Well, that's, you know the that's one the that ultimate don't get hoping for is coming this year. Really? Yeah. We need a, a superstar. I tell you what, you don't need is Rick Nash. Okay. You guys got him? No, no, he's on the Rangers. I, I, I don't think anyone will touch that guy. They've tried clearing his cap out forever, yeah. and he yeah. won't. He's just like dead weight there. He will not leave the <laughs> the building, I guess. But they keep they spent they, they do dumb stuff like that. They did that with that defenseman they brought in there from the Blues, Shattenkirk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're winning right now, but it's just like you're still you spent all your money on one defenseman. He goes down, and there's your whole cap. It. That's it. And the rest of your caps on Lundqvist, which is he's never won shit. He's won in the Olympics, but yeah, no, he play guitar. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went on the late show and played guitar with Weird, I didn't know that. I know he's like a Strokes fan or something. I always thought that was weird. But well, hopefully, you know, you guys, they spend some money and do. It's like they have the money to do it. You know, so the coaching you're cool with. I, I don't think yeah. No, I think that's a problem. Solid coach. Yeah, he's, you know, he's had his, he has his experience. So it's weird too because with the Leafs being competitive it's normally the opposite where it's like Montreal is the dominant force and then because I hate the Leafs and I shouldn't because I was born I guess I should technically like them but I don't I fucking hate them like, I've never liked the, the Leafs best, the best coach in the world. oh Babcock's beast he's a monster but I just and they I rebuilt know. you know they went through a few shit now oh he's they've re- rebuilt them and yeah, I guess that, Shanahan's that, that he's the GM isn't he yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 It's like Team Canada, basically. You know, the one Canadian team I have a soft spot for, I mean, the huge rivals <laughs> with you all, but I've always, just because he used to coach the Light, is Boucher, the, the Senators, because Boucher, I mean, he's turned them like. He's a great coach. He is a great coach. coach. Picked him up there, yeah. Yeah, I know. Because he was coaching their farm team, I think, for a long time. Yes, he was, yeah. He sure was before yeah. we got him, yeah. yeah. And then I never understood why we fired him, although, I mean, I like John Cooper. He didn't want to. Say where he got the scar. He <laughs> <laughs> was a beast. Um, well, I mean, it's, I don't know. But hopefully they'll spend some money and get you guys back. But it's early enough now. We'll see. Put it back out there. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. <laughs> Will it happen or not? So I feel like this is our year if we can stay healthy. We've been slaying people, man. We beat the Sharks the other night. We beat the Kings, which had the second best record in the league. Who's your goalie? I don't remember. Vasilevsky, that okay. Russian kid. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Buda. Buda was in the net in that Kings game, okay. which he actually used to be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be with you all. Yeah, yeah. He used to I mean, he's Colorado. Place. I think yeah. he's been like a journeyman. He's been everywhere. But it's hard to have to get back and go. I mean, it's a hard I, yeah. I don't know what I'll end up doing with that, but us bringing in Chris Kunitz has been a big deal for us. We've, I think he's been, he's just been nasty. I think he's going to be bringing that, but I was surprised Montreal didn't try to get Joe Thornton. 
Because the sharks keep acting like they're trying to get rid of him. I thought we would have even made a play for him. I know he's old, but he's effective. He's nasty, too. But... It'd be cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to music stuff here. Uh, brief sports break. Um, so after this, after this tour with Belfort, uh We're writing. Yeah. What I was just asking. Yeah. Nice. We're going to go home and write. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be it for, for touring for 2017, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, get to writing and um, find some more stuff for next year. You know, It'll be fun. Just relax. Just, you know, the same kind of, kind of deal, same routine. You know, it's just like trying to put something out and then trying to support it. Sure. Do you guys have any tour plans for next year or anything? There's something or? in early summer in Europe coming up with Nice. Festivals thing. Yeah, could be something in Canada before that in April. Not sure yet. That's sure. awesome. In the, in this business, unfortunately, a lot of things just happen last minute. You know, um, but that's because you're not just dealing with one person; you're dealing with like a whole bunch of different people. You know, so right, sure. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But yeah, there's definitely you know stuff kicking around. That'd be exciting. Um, do, you, do you guys like doing the festival stuff? I think I've touched on that with you before. It's fun. Playing the festivals are fun. It's the traveling in between that isn't so much fun because we're not on the bus for another band situation. Some of, the drive, some of the drives are pretty extreme to get them up together on time. Yeah, it depends how organized it is. Like the first one we did in, in the summer in June was actually the, the routing was decent. Uh, got to enjoy some hotels, and then the second one wasn't, so we didn't really get to enjoy anything. So, really depends on how they're you know, sure booked and what's next on the you know the day after, and how far we're willing to go for you know the amount of money they're offering, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, right. Well, the festival part's always very fun. Like once you're there and you're crossing other bands you haven't seen in a while. That makes it all worth it. That'd be fun. The camaraderie you can yeah, see you're play in front of a like, sure. bunch more people than you don't believe. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's got to be rewarding yeah. to do that, too. Yeah. And you get to Although we deadlined Summer Breeze at 2.30 in the morning, and there wasn't that many people there, and that was disappointing. <laughs> wow, I didn't even know. Yeah. See, I've never been to any of that yeah. stuff. And it, it was actually very well organized. 2.30 in the morning. Mm. It's a bit late. That's when you all played? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Way past my bedtime. I was about to say, and then you jet lagged from whatever else, probably, and it was tired from touring. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. Whatever. That's still cool. Yeah, Yeah, you knocked it out. Um, As a fan question for you, uh, did you all record any of the like video or audio for maybe a live release for the Nuns of Austin? Nothing organized, but I know that our sound dude has some shows. He does have a lot of shows. He does have shows, you know? So if we wanted to, we definitely could. But Yeah. And we have video footage of various shows from different people. There. Yeah. Nothing that we've actually actively put our mind towards. Yeah. A little bit idea. Yeah. That's 15, cool. 15% oh, yeah. to Dr. Vincent. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for the live button. Thanks for the live plug. Um, trying to think. So... You guys have been ridiculously busy since I... I mean, I don't know how long. You're all a machine. You're constantly touring. It's been busy. I think we'll have a bit of quiet time after this one. Until these 
the, the fall and the, the spring. So family focus time. Focus on different things. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's busy in itself. So yeah, we well, get wrapped it up for the holidays too. So that's good. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Go home and do it. <laughs> And then <coughs> the next the next release will be I'm assuming part two. Part two, yeah. We, we talked a little bit about yeah, that last time. I saw we do two more EPs, and then we finally eventually drop an album. I love the last full length album. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So. I listened to it today. I love that. Right. I mean, it's just self-titled. It's, it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It really Red is. Skin, skin, skin. It's great. I really like that song. Yeah. There's some there's some doozies on there. For sure. Yeah. Cool shit. Yeah, it was just very cool. Ominous with the tuned down guitar. That's fun. That's fun. So I had 12 more points, and they win the cash. <laughs> I'm watching Family Feud. Family Feud with Cryptopsy. <laughs> down to the buzzer. <laughs> Last question, 12 points. <laughs> Come on. In suspense. It's not, ri- just just for people listening, it's not Richard Dawson era that I grew up with. No, no, no. Steve Harvey. Do. There's like marath- this marathon's on all day. We watch just this. It's just so, game show now. It's, it's so weird. It's like nobody ever seems to win that twenty thousand bucks on Family Feud. Though. Rarely. Yeah, they should just fucking up it every time. Yeah. You know. Challenge. Yeah, it never seems like it's much. I don't know. It's not a lot of money, but I mean, they should just up it. You know, win it like one show. They just fly like to forty thousand and sixty thousand, and some lucky family gets you know twelve million. Yeah. This is almost as cool as Robot Wars. Yeah. I've never watched that. I've found it too. Battlebots. That's Battle what bots. You know what's not cool though? What? Is the game is on right now against the Sabres. Canadians against the Sabres, but we don't fucking get it. So. Are you just blocked out of it? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's they don't have the channel. They don't have the channel in the satellite. Oh, that's like. Is it in Montreal? <coughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I can pull it up on my phone. I think it should be in Montreal. I think it is. Yeah. It's probably in Montreal. So. Saturday night it is for sure. Yeah, so they don't televise it here. I'm sure it's on CBC. Yeah. Yeah. There's that app. Yeah, it's for sure CBC. Let's find out. Let's do a score check. You know, I was reading the other day, they're saying that, you know, where they, Major League Baseball, which I don't follow baseball, but they took, you know, the Expos away years ago. I guess they're wanting to put another team. Yes, there was a mayor, our previous mayor, because he was just not elected, re-elected there. He was, like, really pushing towards having a, a stadium come in and being taxpayer money that's paid for it. So it would be another Montreal team? Yeah, but he didn't win oh. the election, so I don't know where that's at now. They've been talking about this for yeah. over 10 years. But whenever they do, like, the Jays come and play, they do, like, two games, I think, and it sells out in hours. So the, the people would like to go see baseball in Montreal. Yeah, it's just that taxpayers are... Zero, zero. We definitely don't want to pay for a goddamn stadium. We sure. pay for everything else. Yeah. I mean, the fucking lights on the bridge. Do they... Did the... The Canadians are owned by the... The uh, beer company, aren't they? Wilson? That'd be amazing. That I'm down for. Yeah. Uh, they I think, I think they're probably part owner. I don't know if they're full owners. Oh, right. But 
Uh, yeah, <coughs> Molson owns part of the Canadians, I'm sure. Molson, yeah. yeah. See, I always got confused, and you guys maybe know about this. The Leafs, is, is it taxpayer money pays for all that? Or, or oh, I don't know. Through that. a school system? or so? I was trying to read about it online once, and I thought it was really bizarre. Like the school system, and then I guess everybody in the city supposedly owns the team or something. Yeah, like, the Green Bay Packers are like that. Correct, yeah. That, that yeah. It's actually people that go in volunteer to shovel out when it snows and stuff so that's bizarre yeah real passion for your team they shit the bed this year when their quarterback went down but (laughs) follow football at all but yeah it's pretty bad uh so new ep sometime next year yep excited about that gonna go with the same artist again any ideas on that yeah we we already have the cover nice nice yeah, that's uh, that's a first. <laughs> <laughs> the other time around, we were waiting for him. This time around, we got. Yeah. Now, have you used him before? Besides yeah, yeah, the for shirts eat? and stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Start asking okay. him for cover of the three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. sure. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Did he do this? I don't. The hoodie. He's from. He, no, he's from. He's French, French, right? Yeah, yeah. Remy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Nice. Yeah, we saw him on tour this year. Really good guy. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Played in a whole Paris. Oh, he literally lives in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you just meant he was French Canadian. No, 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 no. He's actually from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. that's awesome. Um, when you record, do you do all the recording? Uh, do you all have a studio that you go to, like in your house or mats? Or well, Chris works at a studio. Uh, oh, okay. He owns a studio, actually. So, uh, fuck yeah, that's, that's that makes it easy. That's that's where we go. Cool. You know, talk a little bit about that. Your studio. What you want to know about that? That's like, anything, man. Do you do a lot of bands use it up there? A lot of the yeah, yeah, bands actually, yes. All there's a lot, of, bands, right? a lot of bands from Montreal. Uh, Beyond Creation, nice. Uh, the Agonist, uh, Beneath the Massacre, Neraxis. Uh, so a whole bunch of different bands from Montreal that uh, I got the chance to produce and mix and master and all that. That's stuff. Ama- I never knew that, man. I probably because last time when we were doing an interview, you were coming in and out. And I didn't really get to talk to you, but that's amazing. I, I think it's amazing too. Yeah, I really like doing this. That's really cool. Like guitar and Cryptops, it's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, like you know, different bands from around the world that come in or want them to mix their albums. Yeah, so and I'm back home. I don't know if you know this band, but I'm using Augury from Montreal. To yeah, the newest album yeah. coming out. So. Oh, that's cool. Ingested, ingested, also. I saw those guys. I think they were on like Summer Slaughter or something. Oh, I saw it. Okay. Yeah, ingested. I mean, yeah. uh, great band. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty good. So like that's what I do stuff. Like, when I'm not on the boss. That's awesome, man. Even that's really cool. Uh, Brother Studios in Italy for Italian, like for European bands to go yeah, and track yeah, there. So, so it's cheaper. Really? Yeah, so what all do you all do there? Who have you? What's that? What are the bands you've done there? Uh, mainly like local bands from Italy or, or from Sweden or other places like that. But so far, we're just trying to build this studio just to make it a try to make that studio get bigger. Yeah. That, you know. But so far, I'm really focusing on the one in Montreal because it's where I yeah. have sure. the most control. On those sure. Things. So you know, that's about it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, I had no idea. Much. No, it's cool, man. Uh, Let's spread the word. The news. Yeah, please. sure, man. We've got a lot of listeners now, so I'm happy about that. It's, it's always good to find out about that. I, I had no idea. I feel stupid. <laughs> I didn't know you did that. That's really cool. It's very interesting. It's our little secret. <laughs> secret death metal oh, recordings. Right, right, right. <laughs> the, uh, the latest EP, though, I have to admit that I worked uh, with the Jason Sukuf, so we mix it all over both nice. of us. So, uh, I've never met him. 
I know he's produced super, a lot of stuff. Yeah, super nice dude, yeah. It's weird. I think he's doing the new, uh, unless I'm, I could be wrong about this, I'm pretty sure, I think he's doing the new Diasod album. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's worked a lot with... He also Dave's makes hard. the latest Belfagor. It's funny. Oh, okay, cool. So. That's awesome. We're hoping to see him tomorrow, but he's busy, so... I've never met him. I've met, uh, what's the other cat that works Mark? with him? What's yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah, when he did uh, the Cannibal, that not the latest, but the last Cannibal record, I, I had met him. He was at one of the shows I went to, and I guess he was a pretty yeah, nice that dude. Was the, uh, that was the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the night. It was a party night. Oh, God. Yeah. If that's the night you're talking, I think you're talking about that, right? Yeah. Well, that's cool. So you do all the cryptopsy stuff, you know? Yeah, mainly, yeah. I record everything. Sometimes, like I said, I just, like, just I decided to go uh, to Florida to visit with him because I wanted to have, uh, first of all, like, different perspective, and I wanted to uh, see it work because I've sure. been influenced by his work a lot, so I wanted to learn a bit more from him. Right, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's, <clears throat> he seems to be the go-to guy. I know he did, God, he, I think he's done, like, the last three or four Death Angel records. He did, yeah. Yeah. Mark, and we're working a lot together. That's cool. Yeah. Never met those cats, but yeah, that's pretty cool. The go-to guy for me, it seems like when I'm like if I'm buying a record or whatever, like like the, the selling point for me. I don't know if you're because probably friends would know him. I'm sure you probably do. Eric Rutan, man, God, I'm so happy Cannibal went back to him for their new record. It's like it's like night and day. He's got a killer guitar tone for sure. God, man, he's so fucking. Uh, what a great dude. I mean, I fucking love him. And then I interviewed. Uh, uh, Mike in the band Tombs recently, and I guess he works with him a bunch. It's, it's amazing to me all the different stuff that he does. So it's pretty cool. But no, dude, your stuff's fucking sick. I had no idea. Well, so, much, yeah. so you did the EP. I did the EP and uh, the self-title as well. Self-title, yeah. I mean, I was listening to that today. That's ridiculous. And on Spoken King, I worked on the sound as well. And, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. That's cool. I think I'm the, I love that record. People don't. <laughs> I love that record. There's more people saying they do. I love that record. Yeah, people are coming out. Coming out of the closet, they're like, I like that. I actually like that. I like that record. Also, we're booking February, March for the next Beyond Creation, so that's going to be fun. Those guys are cool, too, man. I saw them, I think, with Cannibal. Yeah, back in the days. Super great guys. guys, I mean, I didn't meet them. They were amazing. They were really good. Dude, they are funny. (laughs) They're Canadian. Yeah, from a show. Cool. I didn't really get to talk to this band. I went to (coughs) the... uh, Origins tour recently and hung out with Paul again. Yeah. I've had him on a couple times. Uh, and there was a band there from Vancouver. Archfire. Yeah. yeah. Interviewed one of those. He was a really nice guy. Right. I didn't get to see him. Okay. Yeah. I told him I did, but super I actually didn't get to see him. Super was awesome. I was interviewing. Oh, yeah, they were. I mean, I just one those things, but super nice, but I had no idea. Your singers like the Buster Rhymes of the uh, Tech Nine of Death Metal. Of death metal. <laughs> All these. Yeah, he was the one. Yeah, he was the one that I interviewed. Yeah, it was like they're not hockey fans. He's like, when Vancouver was winning, I guess we gave a shit, but (laughs) they didn't care. They're too busy blasting. Yeah, man, touring and playing music and killing it. They're too tank. Well, that's amazing. I know, so I'm, you'll be doing the new stuff. That'll be great. And then you got the, the French artist will be yeah. doing the artwork that's already done. Okay. Similar to the... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a continuation. It's a continuation. Yeah. It's a conceptual. Four songs. Four songs. We'll see you. We'll see you. <laughs> Feels like maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Probably. It's exciting, man. I love the EP. I thought it was really cool. And uh, 
I actually had trouble, you know, I was going to buy it online, and then when I saw you that time with Cannibal, I just bought it from you guys. Right on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. You can always buy Hurtopsy stuff when you go see them. So, I do. <laughs> I'm wearing it, so buy it. It's always good. Thank you. Yeah, man. Of course. Uh, so, 2018, doing some rest, relaxing, riding, recording. Back on the road. Back on the road. Yep. Nothing confirmed as beauty. No. <laughs> more of the same. When you announce it, I'll share it. We'll get it out there. Same old, different year. <laughs> Material's going to be different, though. So we're looking, we're looking forward to releasing that because there's always evolutions and stuff, sound techniques. Sure. We'll see. Um, it's going to be pretty brutal. I'm excited. Yep. Yep. The last was very exciting, and the, you can go back to the self-title was exciting. It's always fun to have you guys. On the podcast, it's always an honor. I got to actually find out a lot more stuff about you this evening, sir. I just did not know, which was awesome. But uh, yeah, it's an honor. Every time you guys do this, I appreciate it. Well, thank you. One, my favorite guest, and support, I appreciate the hell out of it. Thank and you. It's very nice to have you on, and uh, I appreciate it. So, I appreciate you. Oh, man. My pleasure. My pleasure to have my Canadian brothers on my podcast. It's awesome. But, uh, Thank you guys, this is awesome. Thank you, man. This is Chris from Cryptopsy in the Grid uh, Studio, and uh, you're listening to a Phantasm Podcast. That's it. That's that great. You didn't say orgasm. Yeah, I almost, <laughs> now I will. I almost did. Orgasm Podcast. <laughs> that would actually, that's actually funny. I think the funniest one we had was uh, Damien from uh, Broken Hope, and, and I had him on for, uh, for <coughs> orgasm, and he was like... This is Damien Lesky. You're listening to a podcast. That's all I got out of him. He was like pissed drunk. That's all I got. Hey, this is Matt from Cryptopsy, and you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. Flo from Cryptopsy, and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Dubbing soon from Phantasm. suspicion. Do you choose to admit your crimes before man and God? His coming was foretold. Now, he is here. You know the signs. You are bewitched. He has the face of an angel. Channel me a spirit. The charm of the devil. Hear me when I say he's evil. Evil absolute. And the powers of a god. <laughs> Satan also has one son. First to have laid eyes upon the new Messiah. Now, an enemy from his past. Who appointed you executioner? And a girl from the present. Do you know what he's capable of? Next time he's gonna kill me. I'll not let him harm you. Are the only hope for the future. <laughs> this is the terrifying adventure that could set the world on fire. Warlock.
Every year, hundreds of young people travel the country and disappear. God help those who get caught in the tourist trap. Tourist trap, where beautiful young people looking for excitement are tricked, terrorized, suspense that makes this the nightmare that never ends. Something crazy is going on at the tourist trap. some flares. Did you give her the pills like I told you? No. Maybe it's not a nightmare after all. There's nothing up here. Are they really alone or is there an unwelcome guest? Something in the dark that kills. You're trying to tell me two kids did this? She's got a statement from an eyewitness that said she saw the kids attack them. Officer! Oh, thank God it's you. The head was unstable and there was a sudden deceleration injury. You think a cop did this? Why not? Do you automatically assume that it was a police officer instead of some lunatic son of a bitch dressed up like a cop? He didn't kill the girl. <laughs> he wanted a witness. He'll kill again. He enjoys killing. He strikes without cause. Without mercy. Who's he killing? Who's yours? Yes, sirs. Help me! Innocent people. 
maniac cop? He may be getting information from inside the department. That means he is one of us. When the killer is a cop, there's danger in every badge. You're not gonna get me. Suspicion in every uniform. Since when is my personal life any of your business? Since your wife was found dead in a motel room. When a cop turns killer, no one is safe. You see a cop, you cross to the other side of the street. He'll find you wherever you are. Vice squad. He'll destroy you, whoever you are. Broke out of your cell, you killed them all. It wasn't me, it was somebody else. I didn't do any of this. Now they think they got the guilty man, so you'll be free to get to the mayor and the commissioner. Reason cannot stop him. Bullets cannot kill him. This is one maniac you'll have to face alone or die. The choice is yours. You can fight him. Remain silent forever. Starring Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead, Maniac Cop. It's closing time. The store will be closed in 15 minutes. But the night crew still has work to do. <laughs> because there's one last customer who isn't satisfied. No, this cream keeps calling you. He's driving us nuts. Leave me alone. He wants to slash their prices. Who's there? He wants to cut their inventory. He wants to chop until they all drop. I saw him kill Linda. And now he's turning their retail store. There's gonna be one more killing here tonight. Into a wholesale slaughterhouse. From the producers of Evil Dead 2 and Pulp Fiction comes a new chapter in terror. Bruce Campbell, Ted Raimi, Renee Estevez, and Sam Raimi in Intruder, a new dimension in terror. I'm just crazy about this story.